episode of Real Talk with Teddy and Lisa. My name is Lisa Allen Coast. And good morning, everyone. My name is Teddy Parsons. Lisa and I are so excited that you're joining us again today. Why you all keep coming back is beyond me, but I digress. (laughs) (laughs) So we have some exciting Real Talk family news to share with you. I think I can let this cat out of the bag. Lisa is a grandma again. Woo woo. Cheap sound effects. Those are usually Lisa's department. Lisa, can you share, please share with our listeners your great news? Oh, yeah, I would be happy to. I can't believe I'm a grandma again, but my second uh, granddaughter was born. I have actually other granddaughters. Um, so they're all my granddaughters, but my daughter had her second child um, on the 21st and she named her Willow, which is really a beautiful name. We're so excited to welcome Willow to our family. She had a full head of like gorilla type hair when she was born at 1230 AM. She weighed seven pounds, 14 ounces, and she was 19.75 inches long, which is long. Uh, Both her parents are over six feet tall. Uh, My daughter's about six feet and her husband's six, four, uh, played basketball for MSU. So yeah, they're, um, she's going to be long, tall, and an athlete. And we just, we just love her. She's been about a week, she's about a week old right now. Yeah, that's so exciting. Sorry, I had to go off uh, mic because I started joking, but please continue. <laughs> <laughs> well, you might not have heard the part about the real huge head of hair. Uh, I did. It looks like, you know, somebody switched the babies. That's, you know, when you get, when you, when you get this baby, Teddy, it was just like, my daughter, when she was born, I literally said to the nurse, I think someone has my baby. <laughs> well, let me... She was so dark and so, you know, such dark hair. Of course, that all falls off, um, you know, after a while. And she then got her new hair in. But that takes about three months. So I have to ask before you get us kicked off in our conversation. You know, there's that old wives tale that um, when your baby has a lot of hair, you have gas, really bad gas and um, is that true or is that not true? Oh, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> that, was you... my, that was my sound effect. Um, I have no idea. I've never heard that before. That's you really... have. Oh, wow. I've heard that a lot. Uh, people who have babies that are, I, I don't want to say hairy, but have a lot of hair. They say they have horrible gas. And then, you know, people like my mom say, oh, that's not true. That's an old wives tale. So I didn't know if you'd ever heard that before. Have not heard that one. I will, I will pass that on. Ha ha. <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay, let's get our conversation started. Teddy, I've been thinking about this. You and I have been talking about this. And, you know, there's a lot of stuff that really bugs me. <laughs> <laughs> get out of here. Get out of here. I won't believe it. <laughs> As another person with a PhD, I know you've got a lot to say about this. Well, I would love to hear from you first. Uh, what what bugs you? Tell me, my friend, what bugs you? Well, I'll tell you what's been bugging me. Um, these TikTok people. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll tell you why it bugs me. Not because the people are on TikTok, but because 30 million people watched a TikTok per- person bump into her bedpost. You know, frankly, maybe I'm jealous because I bump into my bedpost all the time, Teddy, and no one really cares. <laughs> Um, so there might be some jealousy involved, but I can't get my arms around the millions and millions of people that have viewed this when there's so many other things 
uh, that I think are more important going on in the world. We can't even get 3 million people to, to do something and agree on something. We can't even get 30 people to agree on something, to do something. We can't even sometimes get three people to agree on something and do something. But 30 million people agreed that this was all funny. And I saw it. And it was, you know, it was okay. You bumped into the bedpost that you know, whatever, but uh, this is bugging me. And then one, one other thing that's bugging me, you know how small things can become big things? Well, it, I- So like, do you mean like the mountain out of a molehill thing? Is that what you meant? Yeah, well, you know how, it, you know, in a relationship, it's the small things that bug you, but they, that they can really bug you. And so I have this thing going on where uh, if I drop something and it's right in the middle of the floor, nobody will pick it up but me. And so now I've kind of got a challenge going. I dropped a dime. Here's the story. It's been on the floor in the bathroom. I've got a picture. I'll post it of the dime. It's been there right in the middle, very visible for at least two days. And now I'm not going to pick it up because I'm calling it the dime challenge. And so uh, it's right there waiting for my husband to pick it up. Won't pick it up. Doesn't see it. So I'm going to now put a post-it note with an arrow going dime. <laughs> <laughs> free dime, free dime. <laughs> free dime, free dime. And I'm challenging all our listeners to uh, play along with me, put a dime somewhere, uh, take a photo of it, load it to our site and see how long it takes you to get somebody in the family to pick it up. Now your kids might not even pick it up because it's only a dime. Who knows? Maybe need a quarter, you know, dollar bill. Sure, they'll pick it up. But it's just interesting to see how long it will take before somebody actually picks something up. So if I know you, you are probably vacuuming and cleaning around that damn dime, aren't you? I'm cleaning around that dime. (laughs) I know you are. (laughs) And Teddy, to use your saying, nobody gives a rat's ass. (laughs) (laughs) So how about you? Oh my God, I have a list. So in a minute here, we're going to uh, uh, thank you to all of our listeners again for uh, providing so many great things that bother them and bug them. And we're going to, Lisa and I have a big list we're going to be reading you. So just, um, I know, okay, so I know a couple that I want you to expand on that bother you as well as we've already learned from a past uh, podcast that you wish people would go to the Dollar Tree and buy a brush. People don't use a brush. Um, And then you have, you don't like the, um, and so I'm going to have you expand on these. I know you don't like fake people imposers, and you don't like people who try to one-up you. So you want to expand on those? Yes, I call them toppers. And we all know when, we all know when in our lives is a topper and a topper is a person who, when you say something to them like, Hey, you know, last night or this weekend, I had a beautiful uh, Mexican dinner for five people. They will immediately jump in and tell you they went to Mexico. They drank six (laughs) margaritas. It was the best party of their lives. And they have literally not heard anything that you've said. And so we've all, we all know one, I've got one in my family and now we kind of think it's funny. And when that person starts to do their topper thing, we kind of, you know, look at each other and just kind of, you know, ah, ha, 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 you know, it's an internal joke now. But if you're a topper, um, you know, please stop and, <laughs> and, and actually try to listen to the person who's saying, you know, the experience that they had. You might have one that's similar, but you know what? They're, they're excited about what they're sharing with you, right? So, 
get excited. You don't have to top them. You don't have to be better than them. You don't have to say, yeah, I did this. Here's another one that you'll see on Facebook a lot. You say, hey, I'm in beautiful Martinique. And then somebody jumps on. You don't really talk to them a lot. And they say, yeah, I've been there, done that. <laughs> <laughs> what, what is with that? This is not somebody you're even really close to. You know, <laughs> it's like they come out of nowhere to tell you that they've already done that. <laughs> wah, wah. <laughs> you're like, yeah, you can go post that on your own Facebook page. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. <laughs> oh, how about you? I want okay. You. Yeah, I have a, I'm going to breeze through this list. And then we're going to, Lisa and I are going to provide you with what you all had to say. So. Okay, so right now, the thing that's bugging me the most is I am so sick of hearing about Elon Musk buying Twitter. I want us to file this under who gives a rat's ass, okay? Uh, <laughs> we should have a ding counter for every time I say that. Uh, when people start a sentence with don't get offended, but, or don't get mad, but, <laughs> those drive me bonkers. And you and I talked about this yesterday, the energy vampires of the world, the ones who suck all the energy out of the room and out of you. Uh, and you did, you weren't aware of this one. I don't know if you looked it up, but Chris Jenner's recent disgusting and vile behavior to the person driving their limo and the way she talked to them, it was, um, yes. her privilege was in full force. Okay, here, and I don't know about you and your email, but when scammers email you about what you want at Costco, that's spelled Costco as C-O-S-C-O. -C -O. So I don't think I really want anything at Costco because you can't even spell the company's name. Um, <laughs> and uh, people who constantly tell me that I spelled my first name wrong. Uh, nope, I have had this name since birth. I'm pretty sure I know there's an I on the end of it. I don't need to tell you that I put one there. Um, oh my gosh, don't, I don't mean to interrupt, but you actually spell your name, T-E-D-I? I do. <laughs> I know, isn't that weird? And if you're my nephews when they were little, they used to think it was funny because they would call me Uncle Teddy with one eye. Uh, there's a <laughs> word for you. They told me that was my CB handle. Anyway, um, Lisa, you'll know about this one. People who cannot make it into a Zoom or virtual meeting on time, excuse me, but how long does it really take you to get from your living room to the basement? Come on. Seriously. <laughs> I know we've talked about that before. You're like, why are you late? Well, I was sitting on the patio having a margarita or something. Hey, like, hey, maybe they needed to change out of their jammies. Well, no, that can take a few minutes. <laughs> yeah. Okay. How about this one? Uh, people who correct someone in front of others. Excuse me, but I think what you meant to say was, we've had people do that to us. Or, And again, you, we can file that one under, you are up in my Kool-Aid and you don't know the flavor. So we ask you to go sit down. But do you have people who do that, who is in a group or just try to correct you? And you're like, no, I know what I said. I don't need you to tell me what I was trying to say. Yes. Well, many times I, I got to admit they're mansplaining, right? They're mansplaining. Oh, yeah. Throw that in there and they got, and they're trying to tell you what, you know, trying to explain something to you. So that's irritating too. But yeah, in terms of people correcting others, I actually um, am not as offended when it happens to me because I'm so used to it, maybe because I'm so darn old now, but I get offended when I see it happen to other people, especially women who I see who are young and haven't yet found their voice. And so if I'm in a meeting and I see that happen, you know, who knows, I might come, I, you know, 
I might say a few things like, you know, hey, we understand what she's trying to say or whatever. Um, but, you know, yeah, I get really upset when I see somebody else doing that to another person. You know, what do they say? You know, um, you know, criticize in private, praise in public. And people Ooh, should so deep. Yes, yeah, so deep this morning. Yes, but please, please, if you're ever going to uh, critique anybody, especially somebody who's working for you, we all know, this, you know, who's any taken any, you know, basic leadership class, do not do it in a, in a group setting. Okay, and they have two more than you and I are going to start reading everybody else's. Okay, so this uh, really drives me bonkers. I've heard this a, a lot. Um, when people come up to me and say, wow, you don't look like that you have cancer, you don't look like you had a stroke. I just say to our listeners, be mindful, our words can hurt, um, because it could send the message that I could be lying, or I have to look a certain way to be sick or have a health issue. So just a PSA for everyone. And uh, people who tell me, you know, that so-and-so doesn't like you. Again, we can file that directly under I don't give a rat's ass. So my friend, uh, there's my rants and raves, and that felt pretty good. Uh, so, you know, Lisa and I asked our listeners to provide us with the stuff that really bugs them, and here are a few of those. So I'm going to get us started from Jessica DV, my beautiful niece in Muskegon, Michigan. I hate when people chew with their mouth open. From Michelle D. in Grand Rapids, Michigan, and I quote, Oh my gosh, I'm so excited to share a giant pet peeve of mine. I absolutely hate fundraisers where some person will match my donation if I call in the next hour, et cetera. What? Like, are they not going to donate if other people don't come on and donate too? It makes me want to wait till the hours expired and then call because I'm so ticked off about it. Um, from Melissa R. in East Lansing, it bothers me when people say life sucks, but don't ask me why. All the way from Fort Lauderdale, Florida, Tom W. says a pet peeve of mine is the cashiers who don't know how or don't count back change properly. It's so simple and takes so little time to do it properly. Not for math dummies like me, Tom, okay? Sorry. From Iricky R. in DeWitt, Michigan, people who just coast in the left lane and people who do not use their blinker. Come on, let's be courteous drivers. We all want to get there safely. I only have a few more here. Uh, from Curtis H., cashiers eating and chewing at their workstation, gross, while serving clients. There's a proper time for eating, and it ain't in the face of customers. Amen. Um, yes. Okay. Preach, preach. Uh, I got to play some church music. Uh, from Brian L., uh, my friend from high school and childhood friend from Grand Rapids, Michigan, not using your turn signals is my biggest pet peeve. From Will S. in Grand Rapids, Michigan, many companies continue to blame COVID for everything. I know at one point, and for months, it was legitimately COVID, but at some point, it becomes obvious you fail to pay your employees, and for that reason, your service sucks. Stop blaming COVID for your inabilities to pay people and what they are worth. Woo, woo, that decides we should have like a toot thing. That was good. Okay, my friend, so what's on your list? Well, from Mary G and Lansing, and his, this is a big one for all of us, trolls. Like why? <laughs> like why? Quit arguing with them. Half of them are probably bots anyway, but keep scrolling. She said, if you hate something instead of plain judge and jury without all of the facts. Here's another one from Denise L. Is in Bitely, Michigan? I didn't know there was a Bitely, Michigan. 
People who do not comprehend reciprocity, they always need help but are never there to help you when they are able to. Mm, maybe it's because of COVID, I don't know. Or when, the, or when there is inconsistency in leadership, these answers change by the day, the mood of the leader or the employee who inquires. I feel like this enhances a toxic work environment. And then from Aaron C. and St. John's, my huge pet peeve is when people post on Facebook every single detail of their life. I don't need to see a picture of your kid every hour of their lives. I don't need to know your medical issues and the problems you're constantly having. Updates are one thing, but to overshare is something different. Just don't do it. And then also from Aaron, another huge pet peeve is when people ask on Facebook, if this is one of my favorites, if a store carries a certain item, for example, does anyone know if Myers carries towels? <laughs> <laughs> The time it took to post this stupid question could have been better used to go into the Meyer app or website and look it up. And then from Sherry F. in Jenison, Michigan. Woohoo, Jenison, I have good friends there. When people leave their shopping cart in the parking space, oh, we hear this all the time, Teddy, when the cart corral is just a few spots away. And when I call and get an automated message and they ask for my account number, this is mine also. Then a live rep comes on the line and asks for the account number again. Then why did I have to give it earlier? Or are you just going to ask for it again? <laughs> <laughs> From Shannon Ellen Lansing, Michigan, the left lane lollygaggers. Oh, and when people wait until the last possible moment to merge, when they can clearly see their lane is ending. I think some people believe the lane will keep going for them. <laughs> Boy, that's, optim that's optimistic. Or when people stay on the same machine at the gym for a long time and spend 98.25% of the time on their phones. And then another funny one from Kelly uh, SK and Mason, the left lane, another one, a left lane mention, the left lane slow drivers, also people who litter. Yeah, I'm with you, Kelly. I, I just like people who litter. What's with that? Okay. I just want to, I quick remembered, if you don't mind, my friend, I want to uh, give a, you know, I'm always on the, uh, you know, Twitter, as my mom would call it, the twatter. Um, the Twitter every morning, you know, it's the first thing I look at. So uh, just an update on something uh, and file it again under who give a rat's ass. But uh, Donald Trump's campaign was ordered to pay nearly 1.3 million in legal fees to Amoroso. I don't know how to Rosa. say her. Amoroso. Yeah, uh, Amoroso Menegal Newman. Yeah, I just corrected you. <laughs> Yes, a pet peeve of mine. The former White House aide and a print and a star after he unsuccessfully sued her for writing a tell-law book. And the reason I say that is that Amarosa is, uh, she's a character herself. Uh, and so I just thought that was interesting. And I don't think she'll ever see a damn dime of it. But um, so anyway, um, we still have a few minutes left in our podcast. Can you think of any others that bother you, Lisa? Well, yeah, you know, there's, um, I get all my own little quirks, you know, um, I talked about big things, small things. I have to admit, I'm going to tell all of you, I can be a left lane lollygagger. If you come up on my tail end in a truck and turn your lights on uh, when I'm already going the speed limit or above, I could be a little left lane lollygagger because I'm just trying to give you the message that, oh, 
you don't have the right to push me off the road. But I'll tell you a little trick of mine. If you ever want somebody to pass. Oops, I think we lost Lisa there. Lisa, did we lose you? Hello. I think we lost Lisa there. A technology, another pet peeve of everyone's, I'm sure. Oh my gosh. Well, if I did, uh, can you hear me now? Can you hear me now? I can. Yeah. It sounded like okay. we lost you there. Yep. Well, hey, so what I was saying was I, if you want to trick somebody on the highway uh, into do, just going around you, which is kind of fun, just turn your turn signal on and leave it on. <laughs> uh, they will they will immediately go around you and not bother you again. It's funny <laughs> you say that because I hear from friends in West Michigan, they say that's the one thing about Holland, Michigan that drives them bonkers is uh, the, the older generation will drive for three miles with their left or right blinker on. And uh, I heard that a lot of, for some reason about Holland, Michigan. I don't know why that just came to mind, but yeah. Maybe they're, maybe they're, um, they're trying to turn off to see the tulips. Maybe that's it. <laughs> well, I, a big thank you to everyone who provided the stuff that really bugs them. Um, I hope you guys will continue to um, post things that are really bugging you. Um, it's great when our other co-hosts join in the conversation and we appreciate you guys submitting all your stuff. Try the dime challenge, um, post a picture on our site um, and let us know how it's going. Um, you might want to, you know, uh, you know, see if anyone picks it up, then post another picture of your next step, which is maybe your post-it with the arrow and then maybe, you know, a little musical number, you know, in front of the dime until somebody picks it up. But let's have some fun with it and let's keep interacting with the things that bug you. And by the way, our next uh, podcast, we're going to be talking about things that love us that love us and we love. So, um, you know, it's not, it's not all a want, want, um, but it's kind of fun to be able to vent these things and you feel a lot better, right? Well, I just want to say about this dime challenge. I think it's, uh, I almost said a, a bad cuss word, but I think it's, uh, you're messing with people's mind. Um, so, but uh, yeah. And how long are you going to leave the dime down there before you finally just give up? Well, usually I just finally give up. It'll be interesting to see uh, everybody from everybody how long it actually takes till somebody picks it up. And maybe again, we just, you know, start with a dime, then we see if anybody picks it up and then we start with a, then we go to a quarter and see if anybody picks it up. We can really do a little test of people in terms of what amount of money actually, you know, <laughs> what amount of money actually uh, motivates them to pick something up. Oh, yeah. Like I'm sure starting with the dollar bills, it's uh, so I'm more I'm rooting for Jim and I'm going to sound evil, but I'm hoping he just crumples up the uh, uh, sticky note, throws it in the trash and the dime stays there. <laughs> you know what, Teddy? I think you're probably right. He'll walk right around, <laughs> walk right around that dime. I think he's gonna go. He's gonna go right around that dime, and it doesn't matter what post-it note I put. It doesn't matter what. Doesn't matter if I make it and I'm on a video dancing around the dime. He will not pick it up once he knows that I want him to pick it up. <laughs> that is hilarious. Now you're good. You know you're gonna have to report back on our next podcast about that. We'll call it Dime Gate and what happened with it. <laughs> I'd be happy to report on Dime Gate. <laughs> awesome. Well. My friend, this was fun. It was a great conversation. And thank you again to everyone who provided their input. But it's that time again where we need to insert the sad clown music as our time, unfortunately, is coming to an end. 
You can turn that frown upside down. That's so corny. By staying connected with us by liking our Facebook page and following us on Instagram or Twitter. Not that we're really going to do anything with it. We're horrible at it. We always say we're going to post a picture. We never do. You can also head on over to tlrealtalk.com to learn how you can connect with us, stay informed, and how to catch up on past episodes. Well, it was definitely another great conversation, Teddy, but hey, that's the way we roll. Thank you again for joining us on another episode of Real Talk with Teddy and Lisa. And remember, no matter what, where life's journey takes you, it's always a great time to grab a cup of coffee, uh, some hot tea or a martini, and let's keep it real. Mm-hmm.